What's your favorite scary movie? Stop Horror Time, the podcast where two 20-something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life crime or events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are puns. I'm Elle. I'm Kate. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. I hope everyone's staying safe and healthy. Uh, so this week, we're doing 2005's The Descent, written and directed by Neil Marshall. Woohoo! <laughs> woo! Woo! <laughs> He's also known for, I was talking off mic with Elle about this, but this movie called Dog Soldiers that we should cover sometime about fucking yes. werewolves and it's gnarly as shit. But this is an all, minus like a guy in the beginning that dies, this is an all female cast, <gasps> um, which is kind of dope. And like, it wasn't initially the plan. And then I think someone involved was like, what if? <laughs> um, so Elle, you chose this film. So do you want to talk a little about it? Yeah, um, so these five, so it's like five, six women, uh, they are adventurous seeking, like, because when he first opened the film, they're white, white water rafting. Yeah. Um, and so they end up going on this cave exploring journey, um, about a year after an accident that, uh, one of the ladies had a husband and daughter that died in it. Um, in order to kind of reconnect with everybody and get the group kind of back together. Uh, and they go into an unexplored cave and bad Ooh. things start happening. Un- un- unbeknownst to all the other girls. Yeah. Right? Like, one of them just pulls a fast one on them. God. Do not be that friend. Don't be that friend that lures your friends into a fucking unexplored cave. Um... The, going back to the the, the poor, tragic accident of our protagonist, the like the like final destination level <laughs> death that her family goes through. I like, know. What the fuck? I like forgot that even happened. Yeah. Cause I, I've only seen this once, and it was a long time ago. And I was just like, first of all, sir, look at the road. And second <laughs> of all, that is like, does that actually happen? That, that's what I think is going to happen to me every time I'm driving and see something with pipes or whatever. I've but, seen, <laughs> like, accident photos of, like, stuff like that that's happened, Shit. so it can. Yeah. Or, like, it, or like that was, like, there's a death like that in, like, The Omen, too. We're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> but anyways. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> This is one of those movies where I'm just like, it, it's, it's the same thing where, like, anytime someone just, like, goes into space or goes underwater, go somewhere where they shouldn't be. And it's like, I cannot feel bad for this situation you're in because you just shouldn't be there. <laughs> like, I don't know. They're not even archaeologists or anything. They're literally just like, this is their vacation is to go in a fucking cave. And I understand that they didn't. A lot of them didn't know it was going to be this undiscovered shit, but I just, I can't relate. I can't. <laughs> when one of them's like, we could just go to a bar and drink. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'd rather do with my friends. I don't want <laughs> Have you ever done anything this adventurous? Like, what's the most adventurous you've been? God. Um, the, the most adventurous thing I've ever done is uh, the parasailing when you're, you know, above, above the ocean and they have the boat that's, like, pulling oh, the no. balloon around. And you're, like, really yeah, high up. In the ocean. And like like in see- Jurassic Park 3. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> no thank you. I haven't done it in a long time. Uh, but I remember uh, the way it's 
it's terrifying now that I think about that I actually did this when I was younger. <laughs> but, like, you have to, like, swim out to the boat because it can't come close to the edge of the beach. Um, and one time we went out there, we had this family that was ahead of us, and this girl was climbing up the ladder, and she had a jellyfish wrapped around her leg. <gasps> oh yeah. My God. I was like, no! And, like, the freaking, like, even if the, um, the, you know, the boat's, like, not moving at all, even though the, like, you can still cut your leg on the freaking, uh, end of the boat, where all the, where the blades are that propel the boat forward. I can't oh, my God. Right now. And then that's happened before uh, to somebody I saw, and I was just like, let's oh, not. <laughs> just just stay on the boat. Just <laughs> Stay on the boat. Thank you. I don't know what to tell y'all. Yeah, it was funny because, like, the <laughs> my brain was, like, conflicted. I'm like, these coolers are so cool that they're, like, this is their idea of fun, but also they're so stupid. <laughs> and, like, originally they wanted to go to that other cave that they called, like, yeah. a touristy trap, and it sounded like yeah. they'd done something like this before. Yeah, oh um, yeah, this wasn't, like, yeah, this is something they've done, that just not to that level, it was always, like, stuff where they had a map and a book and a guide, and, like, you yeah. know. she just left the fucking book in the car, because <laughs> it wasn't even relevant to the game. Yeah, no, I'm not, yeah, like, <laughs> there's levels of stupid, there's the stupid that, what's her name, that, um, that Juno does, where she just yeah. throws all caution at because everyone else thought that they were prepared going in, like, that, yeah. I'm not... I'm acknowledging that at least. She, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so getting into it, yeah, um, it's definitely a slow burn, but I enjoyed, like, like, I've seen critiques of this that it takes a while for anything to happen, but I, I enjoyed just watching the girls get together and hang out and then... Kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, and then once... Once they get into the cave, it, I, you, I immediately feel claustrophobic watching it from the Oh my god, just, yes. Oh my god, y'all. And the scene where, like, it's the first time they're really in danger. It's like, she's crawling through the space, and then oh, it yeah. collapses. And then, oh my god. Yeah, I... Could, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I thought it was funny that, uh, that line where... Like, normally this would be true, where she's trying to get her through, and, like, not- Because she's, like, frozen in fear, and she's like, the worst thing that's happened to you has already happened to you. <laughs> Meaning, like, losing her family, and it's just, like, that's, like, a look-into-the-camera moment. Like, oh, bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh, I, I thought she was talking about, like, the worst thing that could happen to you in a cave is getting stuck like that. Oh! So. I guess that's twofold, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two Double-fold. <laughs> There's layers of this meaning here. Face the fear, bro! I <laughs> know. Uh, my dad could never, ever do cave exploring. He is... He, he can't even, like, do, like, MRI stuff because it gets too claustrophobic. Oh, shit. So, like, yeah. Um, so I just watched it and I was just like, this would definitely be a good horror movie for my dad to watch because he'd be just, like, feeling that edge the entire time. <laughs> like, nope. I don't, I don't get it too easily, but one time I went into, like, this submarine that was, it was above water and everything, it was, like, a tourist thing, mm -hmm. um, but you, like, got to walk through, like, a submarine, and I was like, alright, I have to get out of here immediately, <laughs> and just, like, blasted through, Gotta while my go. family was like, bye! <laughs> <laughs> I think I would only ever, uh, feel like that is if, I I knew there wasn't, like, I couldn't find a way like, if yeah. I knew that there was a way to get out, I would probably not get too bad about it. But if it was, like, uh -huh. I can't figure it out how to get out, I'd probably start going, ah, no, please get me out. <laughs> ah. No, thank you. 
Um, I also like that the, like, there was more than just, like, the creature danger. It's just, like, all of the, the cave dangers that were around, yeah. you know, that we're having to climb across this huge gap. And it just, like, the girl, one of the girls almost falls into it. Yeah. Uh, so I think that also definitely helped highlight that it was, like, everything in oh, this yeah. cave is dangerous, yeah. not just the yeah. creatures. Yeah, they're in danger long before the, the freakos get there, which I... I love the design of the creatures. Yes. Like I saw in the note, I saw in the notes that it was like Nosferatu inspired, like that. Makes yes. I felt so bad for my my roommate while I was watching because I'm watching in the living room and th- those things are so fucking loud. Yeah. And like the last hour is just them screeching every couple minutes, like, ah! and I'm like, I'm uh, I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. my roommate would be like, Are y'all good? <laughs> <laughs> but now going back to dangers in the cave, but like I know I under. I didn't pick up on this, but, like, I guess you're supposed to theorize whether or not those creatures are even real, or if it's just Sarah murdering her friends and going insane, if you have Mm -hmm. any opinions on that. Yeah, um, they actually, Neil Marshall actually talked about that, Mm because, um, people had told him those theories, and I think that would have been kind of cool, and, like, I, I, I would have left it more, like, in limbo, I guess, than, like, saying definitively, yeah, she's done this, like, and she's lost her mind. Um, uh-huh. But I do not know if, like, that's what he was originally going for yeah. or not. I guess I don't really get it because so much of, so much of the killing happens on screen. I don't know. Do you know, like, there's, this isn't a situation, I don't think. Or, like, a scenario that's where it's easy to do something like that. Like, that's usually done in, like, a paranormal setting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, physical creatures tearing apart people limb from limb with <laughs> other characters around, too. Like, I get that it's... Maybe maybe I just need to rewatch it completely from the perspective of... Because she does get separated from the group as they all get picked off, so maybe it's supposed to... You're supposed to think... I don't know. But, no, um, yeah. I just didn't pick up on it. No, just... yeah, I, I could see, like, that, like, having her separated from the group could probably make that theory stronger, uh, and, like, she thinks she's killing these creatures, but it's actually her friends. Uh-huh. Um, that could, that could have been something, um, but, like, it was pro- after the sequel got released that that, that theory went bunk. <laughs> right. Have you seen it? I have not seen the sequel. Yeah, me uh, neither. Did Neil Marshall do it? No, he he was an executive producer, he, so he just threw a bunch okay. of money at it. <laughs> so here you go. Godspeed, my man. Yeah. Um, and he did reveal I... that there was a shot of a silhouetted crawler uh, during her, like, hospital hallucination, um, but they right. removed it because uh, it would have been too obviously suggesting that the crawlers were not real. But mm. So I kind of like the idea. And also... They talk about, spoiler alert, we're talking about the ending. Um, uh, spoilers, y'all. <laughs> it's a 15-year-old movie. <laughs> um, they talked about the ending because they had it shot differently where mm. one ending is like she sees Juno, she never actually truly escapes the cave. And then they had like the more upbeat ending uh, for the American audiences because we went through all that horror and it's like I guess everybody wanted a little bit of something like happy for having gone through that. So. Yeah, but then they still have the dumb jump scare at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quote unquote yeah. happy ending. It's like a jump. It makes no. Shit like that makes no sense. I'm sorry. But, uh, no, yeah. So, which ending would you have preferred? Um, I don't know. Because, like, 
I do kind of like, you know, uh, the character escapes from the the horror and gets, you know, it gets away. Um, the Neil mm-hmm. Marsh, oh, he likened the finale of the happy ending, air quotes, um, to like just because somebody gets away, does that make it a happy ending? So. Oh yeah, she even if she gets away, she's she was already traumatized for life before going into that cave, and now like what the fuck? Yeah. Um. Well, I when I was reading up on the original ending, I saw that it like, uh was, like, inspired and done in the way of, like, um, the Twilight Zone episode, the, like, the Owl Creek Bridge episode, if you've seen that, where, like... Oh, yeah. Because that's, like, this guy is being, being hanged, like, executed, Mm -hmm. and the whole episode is, um, him escaping the execution. It's, like, this big epic, like, he falls into the water, he runs into the forest, all this shit, and then, but then it just ends, it's, like, that was all a fantasy before his death, and he mm-hmm. actually did die. Yeah. And so, like, that's what the whole, like, fake escape was supposed to be of her. Because it does seem so dreamlike, her escaping and everything, mm-hmm. and so heightened, that it makes more sense knowing that that wasn't supposed to be real, it was all supposed to be, like, this illusion of her, like, dying on a cave floor and thinking about that. Yeah, I th- I'm usually not one for bummer endings, but I think for this one it would have made more sense. Like I would have been fine with that. <laughs> fine with a bummer for once. <laughs> There's somewhere it's okay to have like an ending that's like not not so hopeful. I think I think it might have made <laughs> it might have made more sense because like people are like it's probably a hallucination in the happy ending uh, with Juno yeah. in the car next to her. Uh, but oh yeah, it's. Yeah, it's it is very dreamlike quality because she's just like she like finds the car almost immediately uh, after yeah. she's running. And the, the keys forest. are there and the- in the in the top of the like I would never freaking leave my keys in the Who visor. Who keeps their keys in the visor? No, not, <laughs> not even in the history. No, hell no, 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 no. Um, Wait, I guess I guess Juno appearing at the end of the the happy U.S. version is supposed to be like her her trauma following her and like. The fact that she ended up killing her when she technically didn't have to. It was more of, like, a revenge thing. Mm-hmm. Doing that to her. Yeah. That was pretty fucking brutal. <laughs> she just... That was! It was I, mean, I mean, it was an accident. And, like, not that, that she ever... They ever discussed it. Like, it was, like, the, everything just got so muddled and, like, feral. Them being in that cave for so long. That that's just how they... Yeah. It's almost like a Lord of the Flies situation. Like... <laughs> Oh, like, when, when uh, Sarah, like, took out Juno's knee with the... Yeah, accent. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that was, she, that was purely on purpose. <laughs> no, I know that, but I... Yeah. Cheating on her husband. Oh, that too. Oh, so you think that's why she did it? Not because she killed Beth? Uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, the little thing that she was holding was something that her husband... Um, oh, had. okay. And that's what. I'm stupid. No, you're fine. I've seen this I thought movie she did a... times, so okay. I, I remember these things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and apparently that was something only her husband had, so, like, Becca was holding on to that or something, and, or Juno okay. had had it, and she, like, took it from uh, her when she accidentally stabbed her in the neck. Uh, which. That's a slow death right there. That's that's awful. Oh my god, yeah, she was still still alive when Sarah found her. God, oh yeah. My god. Terrible. Yeah, this is this is a brutal, brutal movie. Like it visual is. like psychologically and visually. Like I but I love all of the, the gore in it. Um 
I love the creature designs. I love the, even though they were loud and I felt bad for my roommate, I loved all the sounds and, like, the sound design of all of it. Yeah. Like, it just gets fucking wild. Like, there's no other way to describe it. (laughs) I think Neil Marshall also uh, wanted to have, like, crawlers designed to look, like, you know, more than just, like, the male versions that we mostly saw, because there were supposed to be also, like, women and children versions that had, like, evolved. (gasps) Oh my and, god! Which would explain why there's so many of them, because if it was just a bunch of they're breeding. men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I thought, oh, if we could have seen those, that would have been, would like... They, would oh. the woman have just, like, been bald, but have, like, huge titties or something? Is that what the design was? <laughs> I don't... Be? I don't know. I don't think they... I don't think they did. Um, I don't think they got... They didn't get far enough into it to be able to show, but they might have just had, like, a, like a little bit bigger chest than the guys. It would have been pretty much the same <laughs> still, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, well, I'm not doing character design here. No, I'm no, I'm that's I'm not saying that's how I would design it. I'm yeah. just saying based on history. Yeah, really. of, uh, of gendering monsters. It would have been uh, cool, especially humanoid monsters. Because their ears were kind of like more pointed and like longer, mm. and like if the female could have like the creature could have had like a longer ear that like extended out farther or something, Ooh. or like extend something that like maybe like longer fingers or I don't know, just something that wasn't so obviously. Mm-hmm. Stick a pair of tits on it, and then it's a woman. You know, <laughs> as video game designers do. Yeah, exactly. I also, dude, I would have loved to see little child versions of these freakos. How terrifying! Would have been, been terrifying. Oh uh, no! Oh my god, because they can get into even smaller spaces in the cave and pop mm-hmm. out at you, and they, the, their, their screeches would have been even more shrill. Oh my god! Oof. I wonder if there's anything like that in the sequel. I don't know. I, I, I think the sequel's on Prime, so maybe one day I'll just yeah. watch it. Just All right. It. I don't think I ever will, so you can just relay back to I'll me. I'll do it for it. you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so shall we talk about some actual true horror stories? Sure. Yeah, what have these dumbasses been up to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have a few short stories uh, that I found. Okay. And in... Definitely, and is encouraging me to never ever go into a cave that is not like led by somebody that knows what the cave is completely. I'm only going in like the Thunder Mountain cave. That's all I'm gonna do, or the Lost Boys cave. So, there's this one called the Cave Beneath Hoganasa Hoganisa Bay. Uh, in 2002, divers found a body at the bottom of an underwater cave in Croatia. Which is, it was 177 feet below the surface. Um, he was alone and his diving mask had been removed, and there was a 30 uh, centimeter or 12 inch knife stuck in his chest. Uh, and at first, they investigated it as a murderer because he had gone, this guy, his name was MK, had gone cave diving with friends, and the police began to suspect that one of them had stabbed him and thrown him overboard to hide the body. Uh, but it was actually much worse than that. Uh, he'd gotten lost in the maze of the cave, and his oxygen ran out, uh, and with no air left, he started drowning, and then he swam up to an air bubble between two rocks and tried to breathe it, breathe it in, but there wasn't enough air, so he realized he was going to die a horrible and painful death, so he stabbed himself in order to avoid that. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, and there's also the Sturk, the Sturkfontein Caves. Uh, Peter Verhulsel was a risk-taker, uh, and he and his friends went diving into these caves in South Africa in 1984, and this is also on him because he ignored every safety guideline, uh, 
<laughs> there was a line through the water <laughs> that they were supposed to follow, but he was curious, so he kept like going to explore passages off the planned path. Uh, the third wow. time he did so, his friends could not find him. Uh, he had swum through a maze of tunnels and realized that he was lost and he was trapped <sighs> in a cave with no idea how to get out. Um, but through a th stroke of luck, he found a small island at the end of the tunnel and he climbed out of it, uh, out of the water and onto it. And he wouldn't drown, uh, but he didn't have enough oxygen left. So he was just waiting for rescue at this point. Uh, he fell asleep and no help had come once he'd woken up and it took rescuers six weeks to find him. Jesus. By then, his body had withered to bones. Uh, he oh left my god. Yeah. He left one final message behind for his wife and his mother in his last days, knowing he would die. He scrawled in the sand, I love you, Cheryl and Ma. So, here's wow. another... Yeah, here, there's a third one. Uh, the Nutty Putty Cave Collapse, which happened in 2010. Uh, so, Ryan Schertz was one of the rescuers trying to save a man named John Jones for 19 hours. Uh, he'd gotten trapped head first and upside down in a narrow passageway in Utah's Nutty Putty Cave. And Ryan and his team were doing everything they could to get him out. And while his men built a pulley system meant to yank him out, Ryan stayed with him to keep him calm. Uh, John said, "I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, he was he was a pretty big guy, and he's like, I'm sorry that like I am so big. I'd be so much easier to get you out if I wasn't. Um, but Ryan promised that he'd be his workout buddy when they got out. So you know, they were just kind of just trying to distract him from <laughs> being in this situation. Um, so they tried pulling him up and." The guy was just, he yelled in a lot of pain. Mm. And so, the, they tried just doing it again every time he was just in pain. They were trying to pull him out because he's stuck in between these rocks. So, things got worse. Of course they did. Uh, a natural arc through which the rope was fed had shattered and the rope broke. And a metal carabiner, which was one of the little pulley systems, had fallen through. And it hit Ryan in the face, causing him to bite his tongue in half. Uh, and John fell back through the hole. Uh, Ryan was able to get out. He, he said that he promised John that he would be back for him. Uh, and by the time they got back inside, uh, John was unconscious and he never woke up when they got him out. So he was basically, I think he was brain dead at that point. Uh, and the final is the Plura Caves disaster. So Kai Kankanen was one of the last divers to go into Norway's Plura Cave. It was a cold winter day in February of 2014, and the pond that led to the cave had frozen over. So the divers cut a hole in it before they dove in. Uh, Patrick Gonquivis and Jari Hutenarian went in first, and then Kai's group followed afterwards. The plan was to swim through the passageways of Plura and come out on the other side, where there was an exit in the mountainside. Kai had already made it most of the way when he found Hutenarian's body. His friend had gotten trapped in a narrow passageway, and in his panic had swallowed water and choked, uh, so he was blocking the way forward. Uh, Jari Usimaki, one of the men with Kai, panicked. He started to breathe too quickly and was poisoning himself with carbon dioxide. Uh, Kai tried to save him, but he couldn't get him to calm down, and so he died as well. Kai turned back. He swam through the freezing water and back to the pond, but he couldn't find the hole that they had made. And so he had no choice but to smash his way through the ice, blocking his way to the surface. By the time he was out, he'd been underwater for 11 hours. And the other men in his group had made it to the other exit and survived. Um, and it would take nearly two months for them to get the bodies of their friends recovered.
from inside the passageway. So those are some cave horror stories and why you should never go exploring. <laughs> now more than ever, stay home. <laughs> I don't go in the ocean. I don't go into underwater caves. I don't do nothing. I go home and I, that's it. That's it. <laughs> go big? No, go home. <laughs> just, just go home. Just go home. Though I do, like, I, I would love to explore abandoned places, but only if it's, like, a place where I, like, could clearly see it and, like, have multiple ways out of, obviously, and have people with me, because I would never, ever go exploring abandoned places alone. People who do that are insane, and I would never be them. <laughs> you don't know what's out there, man. Hell no. Yeah. Um, we all have our ways of, of chasing thrills. Mine is, like, Halloween Horror Nights or something, but that's because, yeah. like, I know, I know I'm safe, and I know it's just a bunch of, like, like theater majors popping out at me <laughs> so that's fine it's i can handle fine. that it's all good yeah but that's as far as i would go <laughs> i just i do love this movie i think it's really good i especially love uh -huh. that neil marshall talked to female friends of his to like avoid any types of stereotyping or cliches with these women um and to give them more like realistic individual uh, characters and they were they were smart too they were like they knew how to like make their way across caves and like mm -hmm. how to get through one it's just the, the encounter with the crawlers that kind of fucked it all up yeah which was nice and it was also cool to see them like fight back and just oh, go yeah. absolutely ape shit on them <laughs> they kicked ass <laughs> it was awesome i loved it it was like yes more of this please thank you yeah, it is kind of nice to just watch women just lose their shit and go ape shit on these <laughs> creatures. <laughs> like, <laughs> like reckless abandonment, just fucking yeah. It's like, is this how is this how men feel all the time? Just getting to watch right. badasses all the time. Like, I wish <laughs> more for me, please, more, please, thank you. I would love it. Well, that's the thing. But also, I'm not like looking up to them or anything. I'm not glorifying. No, no, it's this. just nice to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that they can hold their own for the most part in this situation, but then the the mind crumbles. <laughs> yeah. Down. But um. So, anyways, the th uh, it does is the descent gay. Um, <laughs> the main thing I, I mean, there's always something g gonna be inherently homoerotic about like something made in the mid two thousands where they're all dressed like they're in the L word basically. <laughs> <laughs> like that that specific fashion sense. And then when like when Holly comes in, I'm like, oh, okay. And oh, okay. Like okay. like, oh she's she's Juno's protege. I'm like, okay, that's lingo. I, I'm picking up on this. Like I got you. I got you. I love that also I, uh one of the one of the crevices that they built for the film was so narrow and slippery that the cast dubbed it the vagina. So I was ah! like that, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> this lesbian commune of climbers. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, yeah, that that's all, that's all, but that's enough. That's that's enough. <laughs> it's gay. <laughs> gay enough for me. It's all like that many women. Yeah, there, some someone gotta be gay. So someone in here is. I don't know. God. <laughs> if if you're gay and I'm gay, then who's driving the car? <laughs> who's getting through the cave? Who's getting <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you. 
I enjoyed it. I think you're definitely more of a fan of it than I am. You say you've seen it, like, multiple times. Yeah. I don't think I would have rewatched it if it hadn't been for this, just because, like, it's not my speed, but I did enjoy... I I enjoy everyone going apeshit on, on shrieking freakos from time to time. Yes. Now I just, I just want to rewatch Dog Soldiers now, too. <laughs> so, nothing else. I need to see that for the first time. Add that to the list. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'll put Steve Rogers' voice, I'll put it on the list. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, we can wind down if you want. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Um, do you want to go first, or? Sure. Sure. Well, so I've been watching a lot. I'm fucked. Yeah. Um, well, because I just, I did the, this weekend the Chattanooga Film Festival, like, virtual film festival was going on, so I bought the 24-hour pass. Yeah. Which is, like, you pay $10, and you can watch as much as you can fit into 24 hours. <laughs> and so I was like, gotta get my money's worth, and so... I watched a shit ton. Um, let's see. I don't know how much you want. Well, I was kind of disappointed by Eat Brains Love. It was the it's the movie that was made the same director as um, Idle Hands. Mm-hmm. And watching it, I realized I'm like, <laughs> so he hasn't changed much in sensibility since the er- the nineties. Like it's just very like it's like a it's a teen movie, and of course the prote- the t- the protagonist is this like schlubby stoner. That for some reason, like, multiple women are falling in love with him. and But he's, like, he, he, uh, the, the premise is that he becomes a zombie. And the, it's, it's, uh, a sexually transmitted disease in this, being coming a zombie. And, wow. like, he and the girl he likes in school, they're both zombies and go on the run. But meanwhile, this, like, psychic teen that's supposed to be tracking them falls in love with the guy. And I'm like, really? And then there's lesbians for a moment, but of course they die. And I'm like, okay, I'd rather watch the lesbian zombie movie. But um, (laughs) as far as good things, there was this anthology called Scare Package that was really fun, where it's like different, uh, different like tropes, different horror tropes, like very meta, but not in an overdone way. And like, um, and then this isn't horror, but this movie called Jumbo, which is, it's a... (laughs) It's about a woman falling in love with an amusement park ride, you know? Uh, there you go. <laughs> we've all been there. I, I like, like, I think that might be my favorite thing that I saw. <laughs> it's, like, oddly sweet. It reminded me of her a lot. Like, that, like that kind of, like, I feel like it'd make a good double feature because it all boils down to just, like, this person's lonely and finds happiness happiness in this thing that no one else understands, And but are they hurting anyone? No. Like, it's yeah. so, like... And apparently this is a thing that, it, it's based on a true story. Like, this is something that actually happens that I didn't know about till watching this. Oh, wow. And I, <laughs> I didn't know going in that it, um, it starred one of the gals from Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And I was like, oh my god. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But, um, so yeah, that, I, I think it's cool that, um, that they did that. And I'm, I'm sure as, because... I don't think film festivals will be happening for a while, so if more go virtual, I'm definitely going to try and support them. I would say it'd be nice if they had captions available for movies, because... Yeah. (laughs) Make it more accessible. Oh, I've also been rewatching the Mission Impossible movies, because... (laughs) Someone's gotta. (laughs) The fucking... Like, you want to talk homoeroticism? Mission Impossible 2. Did you watch that clip I posted? (laughs) I I haven't. I've been been off Twitter. Uh... 
for oh, a okay. lot recently. I don't know why. I just have been. Um, but I will. I will look through your. I will look for your tweets and watch it. <laughs> I I need to. I need to watch those because I think I've only seen from like four <gasps> on. Oh so, shit! Yeah, I mean those are those are the best ones. But it's always fun to go back to the beginning. Yeah. And even even the shitty one like Mission Impossible Two has its merits, like homoeroticism <laughs> between DeGray Scott and his henchmen. I'm down. Which, yeah, but you know. <laughs> so what have you been up to? Uh, so I I forced my parents to watch Parasite uh, the other oh, day. Okay. And they really liked it. Uh, nice. My mom thinks 1917 was better. Uh, okay, honestly, I'm your mom. That's our problem. <laughs> that's our cross to bear. Like, I, I've, I've kept hush-hush about it. That's okay. Um, so we watched that. Um, I have been... I'm still reading Dune, because I'm terrible at reading books. <laughs> that's a big book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's a pretty good-sized book. Um, and I also started rewatching One Piece, because I thought, just fuck it. My friend was tweeting about what it so that? much. I uh, One Piece, the anime, and the manga. Oh, okay. That that big legendary, like over nine hundred episodes now. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, it's but well, you can skip the fillers though. So they have, they have some fillers. Um, so I've just been doing that, and I recently started. I got more patches for my jacket, so I've been sewing that on. And I got my 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 back one finally, so it's no longer just a big bare spot on my back. Um, but not too much else has been going on. Um, I'm back at work, and uh, the day we're recording this, I have a day off because of Memorial Day. So mm-hmm. it's been pretty chill. Um, not much. And I, I, every now and then, whenever I'm downstairs, I watch the... My parents are rewatching the NCIS from the very beginning, and so I've just been kind of watching that with them whenever we hang out downstairs. Um, but not too much else going on. It's been pretty quiet. Um, I got the new Spider-Man game for PS4, uh, and it's been a pain in my ass trying to get it to actually work, so I had to get a new version today, and I'm trying to see if that's gonna finally work if I just got, like, a bad disc or something from the first one, so here's fingers crossed to that. Does Bruce Campbell narrate this one? Oh. I don't want any part of it. (laughs) I don't know. I hope he does. (laughs) Ooh, I hope he does. Um, but no, not I haven't been up to much else recently. Um, I'm trying to think if I watch. Oh, I I tried watching Terrifier today after I finished The Descent. Was that the one with the clown? Yes. I turned that off. Yeah. I, when I got to the part where she's hanging upside down, I was like, no, I know it's about to happen. That's exactly where I turned it off. <laughs> Oh I couldn't. I just read the Wikipedia, and I was just like, I'm not into f- seeing this. Um, yeah, the, <laughs> it's like, oh, this was made by men. Yep, all right, I'm clocking out. I'm clocking out. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Oh yeah, I just uh, like I already, I already, we already deal with enough gratuitous violence against women. I don't need mm-hmm. this in my life. So yeah, I just turned it off and t- took it off my watch list because I was like interested. I had no idea like. I'm down with scary stuff involving clowns, um, but that was just too much for me. Yeah, I had one of those moments where I was like, "Hmm, the the men that run rampant in the horror community, the straight men, I really can't trust, because, like, I saw everyone, like, applauding this movie and saying how gnarly and great it was, and I was just like, I turned it off, I'd rather not, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That's actually been, like, 
uh, like, the queer horror community has been speaking out a lot recently about, like, how they're kind of just, we're, we're just expected to, like, ignore shit like that. Yeah. And, um, because, <coughs> whatever. Um. <laughs> I won't name names, but, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's a difference between I'm turning off my brain to watch a movie I enjoy, even if it isn't, like, the best, and then just, like, yeah. that, you know? And, uh, and also discussing things that are a product of their time and, like, acknowledging that lens but also like you should be able to have a discussion of how that's not okay anymore but this Mm -hmm. is a movie that was made a couple years ago yeah 2016 so like like, fuck it but it's what i'm trying to say but (laughs) (laughs) anyways i feel like that's that could be a whole episode so i won't get too deep into it can i also mention that like people in public suck because i saw so many people not wearing masks when i was out getting stuff like i saw Mm -hmm. when i went to target today to pick up some vitamin stuff like, there were a bunch of people wearing masks, and then there was, like, mm-hmm. so the, like, the ratio was much better than when I went to frickin' CVS, and there was, like, two people besides the employees and me wearing a mask. And I'm just, like, can you people... <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how to tell you you should care about other people. Uh. <laughs> is it mandated in your state? Or, like, no. people just not paying attention? Okay. It is not. It is not mandated. Uh, I wish they would mandate it, but then people get all uppity about it. And yeah, well, I ask because even in places where it is mandated, people don't fucking yeah. follow protocol. It's so stupid. Uh, I'm just like, please wear the friggin' mask or this is gonna go on a lot longer. So, anyways. Uh, and my mom has Joker recorded to watch, so I don't know <laughs> if I'm gonna be down there uh, when oh, she watches no. it. But uh, Just, uh, while she's watching that, put on your You Were Never Really Here instead, because... <laughs> I was like, here, I have a much better movie that he should have won the Oscar for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's on Prime. If you, if, if you want a Taxi Driver tribute starring Joaquin Phoenix, you watch that, not The Joker. Thank uh, you. And it's by a woman director, uh, so mm-hmm. you're, you're welcome. Uh, Lynn fucking Ramsey, yeah. This Lynn Ramsey, thank you. Uh, such yeah. such a good film. Please watch that film if you want to watch a Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix film. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. It's yeah. been pretty good. Well, great. Well, everyone stay safe. Yes. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Anything? Oh, you can find me at Dyke Madden on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find you me know. at LM Designs on Twitter, and we are on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Facebook is Stop Horror Time Pod and Horror Time Pod on Twitter. Uh, we're a great podcast for those who want to know more about uh, horror films if they just can't watch them, or if, you know, Something's gay or not, and it's horror, and you're down for it. <laughs> there you go. It's good. So if you guys have any suggestions of movies that we should check out uh, to cover, totally let us know, because we always are down for more suggestions to add to the list. Uh, and we will see you guys in a couple weeks. Bye. Right, bye. Bye.